well dogged by technical issues again we've had to switch from the stadium wi-fi back to hotspot as Ebb Street are on the ball on the edge of the box as Powell uh, Jury sorry Jury plays out to Chris Bush Chris Bush crosses it in Mellish is there to clear but only as far as an Ebb Street player Mellish again clears it Danny Johnson batting for it chests it down Russell Penn brings the ball down from the chest down but Paddy McLaughlin picks up the ball he's got a run on the, the far side if he sees it well West York was striding forward there that was the ball to be played as the balls with Paddy McLaughlin on the right hand side back to Russell Penn Russell Penn back on the halfway line to Theo Vassell who ventures into the absolute half back to Paddy Paddy McLaughlin crossfield ball to Scott Barrow is going to get there it is he's kept the ball in can he get across he's got across it's another deep one and I think it's going to go to Chris Bush who clears it but only as far as Wes York Wes York crosses it in and there isn't a Gator player there and the defender had time to bring that down and clear it Mellish heads the clearance down only picked up by Powell who's just near the centre circle crosses the ball and it's Whitley who's got the ball on the right hand side he's kept it in there's no players in the middle he's going to attack the box he crosses it in cross comes shot Montgomery parried it down and cleared by Gateshead Rance dispossessed by Preston Penneker on the ball Scott Barrow with an un un unregular type of clearance there went straight into the defender and down but he's still got the ball he passes it forward looking for the run of Danny Johnson Danny Johnson's got the ball tries to lob the keeper and down just too much on it and it goes straight over well tonight isn't our night is it for uh, live commentary yeah, remember you can message us on the chat facility if you are still listening as Nathan Ashmore takes a goal kick headed on by Kedwell straight through to James Montgomery who stops on the edge of his box and lays it off to Theo Vassell Theo Vassell carrying the ball forward still got the ball tries to find Jordan Preston who's still got the ball he battled well drives forward with the ball can he find a gated player he's on the edge of the box shoots oh just wide and it was a save there by Ashmore and Gated have a corner well good shot there by Jordan Preston apologies that we've uh, we're off sound there we've had to go to hotspot from the Wi-Fi and get to have a corner and get to we're trying to take it from the wrong side yes well 30 minutes gone here gets it National Stadium gets it nil Ebbsfleet United nil Ebbsfleet chasing points to nail down a playoff position Jordan Preston down on the left hand side crosses it in it's low and a lovely little flick there by Fraser Kerr and um, unfortunately at the back post there I think it was Pennicott couldn't come in to get a connection but that was good by Gateshead just um, a little bit of invented invented uh, play there I don't know if that's on the training ground hopefully it was if not nearly come off yes Good round of applause for the ball boys there. 
once again we can only apologize for the technical issues not our fault well as, uh, oh my word is that a penalty it is uh, well I think it was Coulson that was coming through on goal he was judged to have been fouled Montgomery didn't get near the ball and I think it was Phil Vassell that got the the nudge down there so it is a penalty to Ebbsfleet here on 31 minutes well we've seen some penalty heroics by James Montgomery does he have another one in him he's still down sitting on the centre circle at the moment I think he's in disbelief there but Coulson is still down um, so we don't know I can't see because there's a player in front of the action at the moment I think has he got cramp um, looks like he has um, but Montgomery is set to face another penalty here at Gateshead International Stadium and this time it is Danny Kedwell who is going to be taking the spot kick well see, I didn't see any um, contact there not from my position but um, I am a little bit of distance away from it um, but I think the linesman and the referee both gave that so Kedwell the man from the penalty spot can James Montgomery pull another wonder save out the bag how many times this season has he done it well, Kedwell on the edge of the area the referees making sure everybody's tools are outside of the box little bit pedantic there I don't see why an inch of two would make any difference but the spot kick is about to be taken Kedwell versus Montgomery he takes his run up and, and he hit the post and went in Montgomery went the right way and um, well at first I thought he had uh, they mucked that one up but it went off the inside of the post into the back of the net it's Ebbsfleet 1 Gateshead nil 33 minutes gone and Ebbsfleet keep their playoff hopes alive well it wasn't to be for James Montgomery on that occasion we've had some penalty heroics here at Gateshead International Stadium this season and away from home and um, he nearly got to it he went the right direction but it's Gateshead nil, Ebbsfleet United 1, Danny Kedwell from the spot on 33 minutes. Yes, well. What have Gateshead got left in the tank this season? Nothing to play for but pride. And maybe if there's a prospective owner in the stand playing for the future as Ashmore kicks the ball Penn wins the header but um, Kedwell managed to get it to <laughs> deflect down and it's went for a goal kick um, well a little bit of a sucker punch that penalty I don't even know if I've seen any players appeal for that but that's how the cookie crumbled there as Montgomery prepares to take his goal kick
still drizzling here at Kitson International Stadium as Montgomery clears the ball up Mon press Pennicott wins the ball Danny Johnson chests it down he still controlled it found Paddy McLaughlin who turns out to the right hand side the only man's there is Theo Vassell just inside his own half he's in the pen in the centre circle finds Penn Penn back to Vassell Kerr Vassell on the halfway line I think it's going to go back to Kerr it has and Kerr looks forward finds Paddy McLaughlin inside his own half back to Theo Vassell Kerr to John Mellish who brings the ball forward in his bright green boots Preston comes deep to pick up the ball back to Mellish Mellish tries to find Scott Barrow and is that when it for a throw indicated it has Scott Barrow to take it quickly finds Danny Johnson in the centre of the pitch he's still got the ball and he was tussling with it didn't manage to control it Jury passes the ball out to Coulson on the left hand side as Coulson runs down on Phil Vassell he's still got the ball he's going to cut inside but he's, is he dispossessed by Paddy McLaughlin? No, he's still got it. Shoots from the edge of the area. Straight into the arms of Montgomery, who scoops it up. But Coulson's shown he's dangerous still. He won the penalty, and he's still after more. Mellish brings the ball forward. He's on the halfway line. Plays it through to Russell Penn, who just couldn't control it. And the ball is dinged forward by Rand. Kedwell with Mellish and you still got the ball Kedwell there's no one in the box he's running it down to the dead ball lane cuts it back Mellish clears the ball and uh, well he's won the ball and um, well nearly give away a free kick the referee said no play on uh, Scott Barrow's got the ball he's looking for a white shirt no one's giving him it for a fantastic ball if well another yard over the pitch and Wes York might have got onto that but Ashmore picked it up and scooped it out and it's Jury plays the ball forward back to Coulson back to Jury back to Coulson Powell on the ball Jury on the ball Kerr no it wasn't Kerr it was uh, Chris Bush get myself confused well I think that penalty decision just took the wind out our sails certainly took mine out it was Whitley on the ball he's battling with Kerr on the edge of the box tries to turn Kerr does well and puts it out for a throw in right in front of the um what have got there now the referee is coming over there since the ball has went out of play he's running over I don't know which dugout he's running or fourth official he's coming over now I think he's going to have a conversation with um, the um, manager of Ebbsfleet Daryl McMahon so I don't know what he's done there if he's shouted out or if he wants him to have a word of his players and uh, well referee needed a word there with the Ebbsfleet manager well throw in to Ebbsfleet halfway inside the gated half on the far side taken by Bush and it's crossed in there by Kedwell and Powell couldn't get onto it and it's cleared by Gated and Paddy McLaughlin heads the ball down but only to find Jury. Jury knocks it out to the left hand side Kedwell but it didn't get there and Wes York brings the ball forward straight over the halfway line he's beat one man he's beat another can he do it just too many and that was a nasty foul I think on the far side he was running at speed the ball was there to be won but he clattered into Wes York and um, he's still down there after a little tumble and um, about not level with the edge of the box on the far side um, probably about five yards up the pitch but as um, the gated physio is running across there he did take a bit of a whack on the knee 
so hopefully he is all right and gets back up and into play but that was Wes York showing what he can do and um, he is prolific with that pace when he gets going so 39 minutes gone here gets it at National Stadium you can tweet us well I'll check me 50-50 481-17 nowhere near well the Nebsu player is down as well having a stretch it's been a long old season for these players 40 something games more if you include the cup competitions wow well, there is a break in play. We'd like to advertise the Heat Army podcast live tomorrow night. We have former chairman Greenwood joining us live in the studio. We have former loanee Ben Fox uh, joining us on the phone to talk about his loan stint as well at Gateshead. And, um, well, well, that's when it been given as a throw in this. I thought it was given as a free kick. Uh, must have been a break in play to give uh, Wes York attention. But um, Phil Vassell is going to take the throw in. Russell Penn, Russell Penn dinks it back in there but doesn't doesn't find a player and um, Fitchker heads it forward only as far as Powell, Powell's on the halfway line with the ball, finds Coulson on the far hand side who plays it back to Chris Bush, Chris Bush plays a proven ball forward there, Kedwell heads it down but Scott Barrow's there to clear up and there's, uh, Scott Barrow drives forward with the ball plays the ball forward to Richard Pennicott who's got it there, has he got any support? He's put it back to Russell Penn. Penn to Jordan Preston. Back to Penn. Penn taking his time, trying to pick out the right ball. Finds Danny Johnson the edge of the area. Back to Penn. There's a man on the right-hand side. He finds him with Pennicott to Paddy McLaughlin on the edge of the centre circle. Plays it to Mellish. Mellish brings it forward. Mellish drives forward with the ball. Finds Scott Barrow on the left-hand side. Scott Barrow right-footed cross into the box. Clear headed clear by the absolute defence only as far as Paddy McLaughlin gets it camped out on the edge of the absolute box. Mellish bringing the ball forward now tries to find a player and it's intercepted by uh, Powell of Ebbsfleet who kicks it out and it is a throw in to Ebbsfleet. Well, it would be nice to think if Gator Culp could pull one back. Um, just Lucas put just got back in. Have I missed anything? Well, Gator conceded a penalty and it is 1-0 to Ebbsfleet Danny Kedwell with the goal thank you for messaging in apologies again for the um, well technical difficulties again Wi-Fi is not our friend against the stadium Coulson on the ball it's going to shoot from distance off Mellish's shins and out for a throw in to uh, Ebbsfleet just near the gated dugout as Gated Physios had to walk all the way around the pitch and she's only just made it back there so she's sat down next to Jordan Burrow Laurie Wilson is going to take this throw in finds Rance Rance finds Chris Bush Kedwell, Coulson Bush on the overlap, trying to find him Chris Bush has got there, didn't didn't intercept the ball and Fraser Kerr clears it and it's going to be a throw in to Ebsfleet just inside their own half and no it's been given to Gateshead to the dismay of the Ebsfleet uh, player Rance who had a hold of the ball Gates are going to take the time just a little bit of information on Rance he's made over over 160 appearances for Ebsfleet since 2013 
so I know you'll sleep better in bed now for that as Kerr has the ball plays it across to Mellish Mellish plays the ball forward looking for Scott Kerr and it nearly uh, Scott Kerr there's no player Scott Kerr Scott Barrow and went up for a gate of throwing and that was a wasted throwing by Scott Barrow and um, it's been a messy game in midfield as soon as we can describe this one um, but Powell on the ball plays it forward sorry it's Jury trying to find Powell Jury plays the ball forward Kedwell now who plays a quick ball through but there wasn't a run from Whitley and Scott Barrow is there to clear the ball who pumps the ball forward looking for a run of P Wes York it nearly got through and um, Powell plays the ball forward there to try to find the run of Corey Whitley Mellish puts it out for a throw in Jury on the ball back to Wilson to Powell Powell's looking for a run finds Wilson again on the overlap and Wilson was fouled by Richard Pennicott there and um, it's a, a free kick about 10 yards in and 10 yards up from the corner of the box so it's a dangerous position this for Ebbsfleet as they send the big men forward remember you can message us on the speaker app let us clear my microphone of spittle Powell seems to be the set piece man for Ebsfleet stands over the ball We've got in the last minute of the half can Gateshead going just 1-0 down it's crossed in by Powell who goes for a cheeky shot round the wall he got the bend on it but he didn't have the power and Montgomery just picked that up Montgomery plays the ball forward looking for a run of Wes York but the defenders were always going to get there first Pennicott intercepts the ball Paddy McLaughlin chests it down Russell Penn back to John Mellish John Mellish plays it across the defence to Kerr Kerr brings it forward he's on the halfway line finds Theo Vassell on the far side it's back to Kerr Kerr to Penn Penn out to the right hand side to find Preston who keeps it in and ends up back at Paddy McLaughlin Paddy McLaughlin with the ball back to Russell Penn Russell Penn across the left hand side to Scott Barrow Mellish on the ball two minutes of added time to be played we're into that now Mellish back on the ball plays down the lane to a lovely flick from Scott Barrow to Danny Johnson who tries another one and um, Gates it end up with throw in there it's cleared just level with the corner of the box Barrow finds Mellish Mellish is driving forward he's put it back to Paddy McLaughlin across the box it's Jordan Preston running down towards dead ball and can he get across in he can and uh, Nathan Ashmore's in Danny Johnson picked up the loose ball Ashmore didn't keep a hold of it but Preston did well there it was a shot come across it got parried but that man Danny Johnson with his 51st goal for Gateshead what an achievement and it's level here we are Gateshead in added on time in the first half make it 1-1 and Danny Johnson was there to pounce he knows where to put the ball it goes in the back of the net well I think Steve Watson's half time team talk just got a little bit better 
Gated still having their say in this game still having their say on the playoffs it's Jury plays it to Chris Bush Chris Bush is going to pump the ball forward Field Vassell clears it it's going to go back to Chris Bush Chris Bush volleys it in infield but Paddy McLaughlin picks that up Gated calm as you like Fraser Kerr back to James Montgomery and Montgomery's going to pump that ball forward I think that'll probably be all about it is but Jury out to Wilson Wilson back to Jury Jury to Powell back to Jury Jury's been instrumental in the last five minutes as he drives forward in the centre of the pitch he's got an overlap of Coulson Coulson cuts inside can I get a shot off well he did but it got deflected and it's clear Paddy McLaughlin heads it clear only as far as Powell it's back to Jury Jury tries to find a player threading the ball through but Paddy McLaughlin did well there and that is half time well 1-1 one, one here at Gateshead International Stadium Gateshead getting themselves back into it and added on time Danny Johnson pouncing on Nathan Ashmore's parry of the ball Gateshead are not going to complain at that well we are approaching half time um, the word on everyone's lips is who is going to buy the club at Gateshead Football Club there hasn't been much news of late coming out of Gateshead and um, on Friday there was some news come out and that news was that there is a couple of interested parties talking to Gated Football Club and Gated Chairman and owner Richard Bennett spoke to Gated FCTV and this is what he had to say. So Richard, early in the month you and Julie decided to seek new owners for Gated Football Club. Just what were the factors behind that decision? Well I think when Julie and I um, first took over Gated we, we had in our minds um, a budget, um, so uh, you know the funds that we would actually put into the club, and you know we, we, we've done that. We, we've put up that money in, and that really was the main factor. Saying you know um, we, we've got to the point where we, we've hit our budget, and it's only right and fair that um, we, we, we put the club into new hands. And just what sort of level of interest has there been so far? Well, we've been delighted with the interest so far. It's been really good. So we, we, we've got. Um, We've got four or five interested parties at the moment that we're talking to and we, we're still talking to a couple of um, international uh, parties. So um, I'm really uh, enthusiastic about that. It's really positive. Coming up to the end of the season now, just you've touched on it there, but where does everything stand at this moment in time moving forward? Well, I think obviously the priority is to, to find new owners of the club and um, from our point of view at the moment is we're working hard obviously to do that. The level of interest has been great. We've got, um, as I say, we've got some people who are signed up now on, on non-disclosure agreement, so we're in talks with. Um, we're still encouraging obviously anybody else um, that may be interested to, to put the hat in the ring now. Um, but overall... Um, the, the priority is to is to continue as normal, but in particular for, for ourselves is is to find new owners. And for the, those fans who may be a bit worried or anxious, what would you say to them? Well, I would say we stay positive. You know, we're positive. Um, the level of inquiries have been good. Um, the, the club's in great position. Um, all right, not as high up the league as I would have liked it, but we've had a good season. We're in good hands with a great manager. Um, we've got a good squad of players, and I think you know we, we've got everything, every reason to stay positive. 
you and Julie came in in the club's moment of need. You've done right by the club. You'll want to continue to do right in finding new owners. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I mean, I think at the time that, that there wasn't a, a huge amount of interest in taking over Gated. And, uh, you know, we've said this before that, you know, Julie and I stepped in at a time when uh, the, the club needed some new investment. It needed... Um, new owners and we, we, we stepped up for that and you know we've thoroughly enjoyed it it's been excellent um, but it's now time that we uh, find new owners and uh, that's our priority the debt free the potential of this club it's massive you there's real selling points. Yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, it was important to us that we leave the club in, in a good financial state. We got it in a good financial state. So, you know, it's important that um, any new owners coming in um, will literally just be taking over its operational costs. Um, and from our perspective, um, I think, you know, we're quite happy with the health of the club. And... Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity for somebody to come in. There's some great facilities here, and you know, northeast football is fantastic. So you know, we 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 think it's a great opportunity for someone. Manager Steve Watson, what sort of role does he have to play in all this? Well, Steve's done a fantastic job for the club, and we know Steve wants to stay and be part of the of the club. Um, and he's a great ambassador for the region. He's a you know he's great manager I've got a lot of time uh, for Steve and I think um, I think if everybody can get behind Steve and continue to support them I'm sure uh, new owners won't be too far away and if the worst happens someone can't come in what sort of the approach moving forward going into next season well I'm incredibly optimistic the level of interest has been good um, we're, we're really encouraged by that uh, we've had we've had some initial talks and they've gone really well so I'd like to think that, um, and you know, I do like to think we will have new owners. The fans will be wondering what they can do to help. What would you say to them? Well, again, stay positive, stay behind the team. Um, you know, uh, yeah, stick with us, uh, and everything I'm sure will be fine. Well, that was Richard Bennett talking there about the um, interest in the club. Two interested parties, as it was on Friday. Non-disclosures have been sent out. Um, we wait to see if they've been sent back and active talks have begun. Hopefully they have. Hopefully we'll see what happens very soon. Um, just a, a brief apology about um, the set sound issues. It seems like we've been plagued by them the past few weeks. Um, the Wi-Fi initially worked at Gated Stadium. Um, I trusted in it and unfortunately it cut out and gave us bad sound before that um, I can only apologise um, in future I'll only be going with the hotspot from the mobile phone because we know it works so I can only apologise um, you know it's uh, frustrating for us we want to bring you uninterrupted commentary and um, tonight that hasn't been the case but we managed to bring you the goals and uh, Gator are currently 1-1 it is half time at this moment in time um, due to the technical issues I cannot see messages on the chat facility so if you are going to message us which I hope you are going to uh, to let us know where you're listening from how you think the game is going your reactions um, also as well we'd like to say listen to the podcast tomorrow we've got a special guest I'll talk more about that later on but if you could tweet us at heed underscore army that would be amazing and that way I'll be able to interact with the fans um, fully because at the moment I cannot do that from where I'm sat um, through the speaker um, broadcasting console so um, that would be great if you could do that people retweeting um, and uh, the commentary thank you very much and um, as I say it's just very frustrating 
that we fell foul of technical issues again um, when we seen that it would let us broadcast the way we normally broadcast um, the regular podcast we thought haha the issues are gone alas that was not the case so um, I can only apologise um, it's you know we pride ourselves on hoping to give you the best sound quality and also um, describing the game in, in our podcasts as well but talking about the, the main podcast Wednesday 9pm we are joined by the legend that is Graham Wood former Gator chairman he's joined us in the studio 9pm tomorrow night also we have Ben Fox on the phone uh, talking about his loan stint at Gateshead and we'd love to hear from you the listeners as well remember send in your messages nice and early when the show goes on air we'd love to hear from you and that is going to be I think it's going to be a very very busy show maybe our busiest show of the season and um, you know that's what we want want it to be fully interactive um, I'll go around the scores in the league I haven't had a proper look yet I know there's a few fixtures tonight and um, I will get them up and I say it uh, looks like the rain stopped here at Gated Stadium um, I think there's about five minutes left of our half time. And hopefully, we'll get the action back underway very, very soon. Well, um, just having a little look about. One second. Do, 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 do. In the National League, it's nil nil between Bromley and Barrow. Gated 1, Ebbsfleet 1, Leighton Orient 0, Maidenhead 1, Torquay 1, nine, uh, 10 men, Geisley 2. Tramia nil, Sullyhull one. So um, it looks like Tramia might just be resting a few players before the playoffs. Um, right, and uh, having a look about any games of interest, Lincoln look like they could be going for a second successive promotion after leaving the National League last year. They are winning 3-2 away to Coventry. And um, in the Champions League, Liverpool look like they could be well on their way to Champions League final they are 2-0 up against AS Roma um, but yeah remember if you are going to contact the show tweet us at heed underscore army let us know where you're listening from in the world we'd love to hear from you and um, before the teams come back out I'd like to apologise again for the technical issues I trusted the Wi-Fi I shouldn't have done it I should have started the way I was going to do it and um, we wouldn't have had those little breaks in commentary but everything's working now and we'll be bringing you the full half, full second half hopefully uninterrupted well if you just uh, forgive me for a moment's silence while I have a little drink of my uh, drink There we go, my beverage has touched my lips and I feel refreshed. Well, people are starting to um, get back towards their seats. As the Blues Brothers ring out around Gated Stadium. Well, these are very quiet on Twitter go on send us a message we'd love to hear from you well BBC Radio Kent are here next to me 
and they made the long trip up and they're going back tonight as well um, they must be mad about four five o'clock in the morning they will return home well the ball boys are back out and then there's both substitution uh, both subs uh, from both sides are warming up on the pitch and hopefully we'll be underway shortly when the teams come back out do you have any predictions as well for the second half you can tweet us your predictions Going to be an interesting second half. As Ebbsfleet pushing for the playoffs. If they win the next two games, well, this game and the next game, they are guaranteed a playoff berth. Looking Gateshead put a spoke, in, a cog in the wheel, or a, a stick in the spoke, should I say? Trip them up. We'll find out in the next 45 minutes. if you could retweet the um, the commentary as well that would be fantastic I'll make a bold prediction I think this game will end 2-2 will I be right so people are taking their seats back now from the corporate area and hopefully we'll have the lads back out on the pitch the Gator team hopefully without any substitutions when we um, give this out is James Montgomery, Phil Vassell, Scott Barrow Fraser Kerr, Wes York Richard Pennicott, Danny Johnson, Jordan Burrow the captain Paddy McLaughlin tonight Russell Penn Jordan Mellish Dan Hanford on the bench, Neil Byrne on the bench, Jordan Burrow, Macaulay Longstaff and Reese Greenwood. Ebbsfleet United, Nathan Ashmore, Dean Rance, Captain Dave Winfield, Kenny Jack, uh, Kenny Jack, Kenny Clark, Jack Powell, Jury, Danny Kedwell, Luke Coulson, Chris Bush, Laurie Wilson and Corey Whitley. The bench for Ebbsfleet is Marvin McCoy, Jack Connors, Miles Weston, John Miles. I don't think it's the um, the musician from the northeast, and um, it is Northern Wabo that makes up the bench. expect the lads back out any moment now well would we like to have a cool commentator join in for the second half well at one second we are going to be joined by um, a familiar voice to the podcast 
one second I'll just stand up so he can get in well there we go Andrew McGuinness has joined us as the players venture back out onto the pitch and we'll turn Andrew's mic up and he's get his headphones I don't know if Andrew's headphones are working that well but I'll tell him if his mic's alright hello can you hear us um, just let's see if we can hear you I can't hear anything through my headphones. Ah, well, one second, I'll let you know if you are coming through loud and clear. Can you talk now? Uh, I'm talking now. Can you hear us? Yes, we can. Um, well, Andrew, what do you make of the first half? Uh, two seconds, because I can't hear anything. Yeah, I, I think it might just be them headphones. Right. Uh, apologies well, never for mind. that. <laughs> yeah. um, well, 1-1. One, one probably a fair scoreline, yeah, I would oh, say. Definitely fair scoreline. We've had our chances, they've had their chances. Um, you can see why they're up there what is it seventh on the table well if they win tonight and win on Saturday they are guaranteed playoff football right right so um, you saw how good they were last season as well well you heard, sorry you heard how good they were last season well didn't when we played them earlier in the season hadn't they not lost a home game yeah. for about 18 months or yeah, something exactly, like that exactly. so um, they're a very good side it's been we had to see Chris Bush. Um, yeah, good to see Chris Bush yeah, back. He's played well. This, uh, Coulson's been a real fawn on his side. And the penalty, do you think you, you, there was any contact or do you think it was because of oh, the goal scoring opportunity? Definitely a penalty. Yeah. Definitely a penalty. I thought it was, but I didn't see many players appeal for it though at the time. But as we kicked yeah. back off here, um, actually, are shooting from right to left. It was good to see that, the, <laughs> as we had as it sounds, the ref was actually competent not to give uh, Montgomery a red card. Because yeah. some refs would have. Well, I thought it was few that got the final touch. Right. Uh, the, okay. I thought it was a push. Um, we, we'll see in the replay, I suppose. Um, but um, oh, no, there's Latan Imirhimovic lookalike on the bench <laughs> there for Ebsfleet. Nearly twisted his ankle. But um, I see we've had a couple of technical issues tonight, Andrew. Can you oh, believe right. it? I would never believe it. I trusted the stadium Wi-Fi, and um, <laughs> well, it, off it went. But Montgomery takes a free kick, and um, didn't find a gate player. Um, Jordan Preston's blew a little bit hot and cold in this game he's looked great at times and looked a little bit iffy at times yeah, hasn't he exactly <laughs> but to be fair it's not just him I think I yeah think there's a few players a couple of players penultimate game of the season in yeah. their mind nothing to play for mm-hmm. well as um, so I run through the team Bar- Barrow's played well yeah back, has. as usual oh, Mellish has, has been solid a little bit shaky um, but then again this is the team pushing for the playoffs that, that they're yeah in, that exactly they're, I mean Kedwell, even though he doesn't look like a natural-born footballer, is dangerous, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. As Wes York has the ball. Oh, lovely oh, turn there. Skill. Can he keep it in? He can. He's found Jordan Preston. Jordan oh. Preston couldn't latch onto it, and it's cleared by Dean Rance, who, actually, I can give you some information on Rance. Um, let's have a little look. I've already given it 160 appearances so far for this club, and uh, this ball's played forward. Kedwell, is he going to get there? Tell you what, for a big man, he can do it, and he's... Kel- Looked like he pushed physical off the wall, but he's kept it. Down to the dead ball lane, crossed it across, and it's a shot, puts it wide. That was just um, Corey Whitley there. He should have done a lot better. But I think if he had a guard on target, yeah, that Montgomery the, was there. That hit the side net, and I thought it was in. Yeah. But just as I was saying there, he doesn't look a natural born footballer, Kedwell. But what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Turn of foot there, strength. He pushed there, Kerr off the ball with ease there. And um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Kedwell for. He's a big lad, but. <laughs> He still knows how to play. Yeah. As I would call him, he's a unit. <laughs> yes. Um, some random information here. 
Absolute were formed in 2007. I'm ah. sure that was on a titied quid quiz once. It might have been. I think we may bring that back. And they were formerly Gravesend and Norfleet, of course. Um, but Jordan Mellish is going to let that ball go all the way back to James Montgomery. Damn. As the super slim Simon Lowry walks past the commentary area. Yeah. Damn well. Ball's played forward. Feel the cell. Um, he wasn't able to latch onto that. Uh, it is a throw in to Gated. That's uh, not to Epsfleet, sorry. I've seen Field for Cells that far up the pitch. I was wondering uh, thought we were defending that way. But um, the ball's played forward by Jury. Didn't get through. Paddy McLaughlin on the ball. Taking his time. Plays it back to Fraser Kerr. As Mellish plays the ball forward. Finds Danny Johnson who lays it off beautifully to Scott Barrow. Scott Barrow down the left hand side. Crosses the ball in. Wes York brings the ball down. Shoots. Oh, oh, just past the post. That was some lovely play by Gateshead. That was a great shot by uh, Wes York as well. Unlucky not to score there, but Barrow going down the left there. Great crossing. Finds York. Great touch and unfortunate not to score. Yeah. Yeah. When he, when he took the second touch and composed himself, yeah, I thought he was going to hit the target. Yeah. Well, um, you can tweet us at heed underscore army. would love to hear from you. don't know if you've mentioned it tonight, Dave, the attendance. <laughs> very poor. <laughs> it is poor. It is poor. It was um, very unfortunate as well. It is. Well, Coulson on the edge of the box. He's got two shots around and passes the ball back to... This, well, a foul given. I think that was... Uh, was it Dean Rance that went down there? I think it was number four. Um, so it's a centre of the pitch, about four yards out from the uh, the half D on the edge of the box. And I think it is going to be Powell that has put the ball down. He's done took all the set pieces so far uh, in this game. But Kedwell's behind him as well. Who are you waving at? Just some fans. Just some fans. Uh, well, you know, we've got a few. Um, well, Kedwell's there as well, and uh, I'm sure he can strike a ball. He made fancy these chances from this. But I think it is going to be Powell that takes the ball. The free kick here. But they're both still hovering over it. I think they might have a shot here. Well, Powell, he bent the ball round in the first half there, and he didn't have the power, but he not whipped it round the wall, didn't he? Yeah. So can he do the same here? I don't know, I think it might be Kedwell. Yeah, he's... It's he's this, you know. Are we going to see a dummy? Are we going to see another powerful free kick? Powell with the curler, and it just passed the post. I thought that was destined for the back of the net there. Yeah, it's a good hit, but never really troubled Montgomery. No. So 51 minutes gone here at Gated International Stadium. I've had to do a double take on it a couple of times on the goalkeeper. I thought it was a, wo a woman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did mention he was a bit stocky earlier on. Um, I think it's just the hair. Yeah, wearing yeah. a hairband. Well, apparently Nathan Ashmore is being touted by several football league clubs. Speaking of touting, I've seen uh, Martin Gray here tonight, York City manager. Ah, so well, I believe wonder, they're wonder going to have a budget cut watching. next season. Right. Um, the new chairman said that they're going to have to cut the cloth accordingly. As Penicker chases down the ball with the captain Winfield and loses out. Chris Bush on the ball, plays it forward, finds Rance, Rance dispossessed by Penn, Penn, can he find a white shirt? He's found Pennicut. Pennicut tries to cut inside, just dispossessed there, as Powell brings the ball forward, there's the runner on the far side, 
I think that is um, Laurie Wilson. It was. Going Corey Whitley. Whitley cut inside. Still on the ball. He's run with it and intercepted by John Mellish, who clears the ball. Mellish has played well tonight, I think. He has. He's, he's made a couple of mistakes, but you expect that from a young lad. And he's definitely got a growing stature from the, oh, yeah, the games yeah. that he's had towards the he's end of the season. He's definitely one for the future for Gateshead, uh, hopefully one who we can keep a hold of in the summer. Well, did you know that Ebsfleet are owned by a Qatari consortium? Yes, I did, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you know that their ch their chairman is called Dr. Abdul Al-Mohamedi? I didn't know his name, but I knew he was, he was uh, Middle East. Middle yes. Eastern. I hope I pronounced that right. But as Jordan Preston plays a proven ball through to Wes York, he's still chasing it down. And Chris Bush, well, he's put it out for a corner. And Chris Bush did well there. That was a good tackle. But Chris Wes York put him under pressure. Chris Bush with a little bit more hair than he did have at Gateshead. Yeah, I didn't recognise him at first. A yeah. lot slimmer as well. Yes, he's well. Uh, he was a bit more stocky at Gateshead, but looks like he's um, Well, he was a bit a younger pounds. as well. It was three, four years ago now. Yeah. And, um, well... Preston lays the ball to Penn. Is it going to shoot from the edge of the box? He shoots and it's deflected out by the captain, Winfield. Kerr plays the ball to Preston. Preston brings it down fantastically. Back to Kerr. Kerr's got Paddy McLaughlin on the left-hand side. It's played into Wes York. Wes York, who didn't put enough on it. And um, now, obviously, bring the ball forward. And it was poorly played forward there. And Coulson wanted to play to his feet and it was played behind him. Well, some of the other players that I've written down aren't playing or aren't involved. The, the stats that are and things in previous clubs. But um, I can't give you some stats. Oh, hang on one second. Jordan Preston brings the ball forward. Finds Paddy McLaughlin. Back to Preston. Preston, can he control it? And just a little just bit too much on it. Yeah. Chris Bush brings the ball forward. Tries to play for the runner, uh, Coulson, but he didn't run. I think, <laughs> um, to be honest, Ebsfleet in the final third haven't been great. The final touch... It's uh, kind of let them down it's, it's, this it, second half. It's been one of those classic scrappy games in midfield yeah. where no one's took the game by the scruff of the neck. I mean, yeah. it, when we've got the ball in our own in our first third, in our defence, we're controlling it nice, we're not rushing it. A bit like under the Gary Mills style, yeah. taking our time, using the ball, using the pitch. But um, I say we're, just, we're rushing it a little bit in the final third. But their manager's only 35, Darren McMahon. And, um, he Must be one of the youngest in the league. Yeah, and also the ball went for it towards... Uh, Pennicut there, but he played for Leighton Orient, Stevenage, Cambridge, and Dover, among many others. Right, so so he knows the league well, basically. And I was <laughs> talking to the BBC Kent uh, commentators, and they said that he was the academy manager before that. Right, I see. And uh, got the job on the last day of the season, two seasons ago, or the, the running of the end of the season, and uh, well, never looked back, has he? No, as I say, everyone knows that they basically stormed the. Uh, National League South last season. Yeah, well, talking un unbeaten at home, weren't they? Yeah, and um, we'll be talking about this in more depth tomorrow on the podcast. But um, two potential investors talking the gated with Graham Wood on yes, the podcast. Yes, I've been pushing it hard. I've been pushing it hard. Um, but be good to speak to Ben Bo Ben Fox as well on the phone because yeah. uh, he's a big fan favourite when he was here. He was. And Wes York tries to put the ball past. Um, well, that was a push off the ball, surely, Chris Bush. But no, the referee said it's a goal kick. Um, just um, a side note, the owners of um, Ebsfleet are called KEH Sports Limited, the Qatari, and um, I was talking to the BBC Kent reporters, I said there before, and they said that since they've been involved since, uh, I think, 2009 or maybe less, I, I, uh, whatever, <laughs> since they've been involved, they put £10 million into Ebsfleet. 
um, they've built a new stand which costs about five million. Um, well, so I remember going to Epsfleet away. Oh, it must be about six years ago now, Pop possibly less, five years ago. And their their stadium was very run down. They had a good clubhouse. Yeah, it was a it was a modern clubhouse, but their the the ground was very yeah. run down. So obviously they've made improvements since then. Certainly have. And I tell you what, Chris Bush looks a much improved player because he was a young lad yeah. when he was. He was nineteen yeah. twenty. And he looks a much more rounded player. As Coulson knocks the ball past Kerr. Kerr's still battling with him. Kerr's done well to get back. That was fantastic defending by Kerr. And I think he's going to knock it out for it. And he's won a throw in as well. That's great stuff by Fraser Kerr. Not seen one of uh, Chris Bush's legendary long throw ins yet. <laughs> no, I know. I, I noticed that. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if you know this story. Uh, I spoke to his dad when we. Uh, uh, free kick to Gates Head, and there's going to be a booking, I think. I spoke to his dad when we played Alfred and away, I think it was in the FA Cup a few seasons ago. And uh, he actually got touted to play for um, Team GB uh, Olympics in 2012 for Javelin. Oh. Well, he had a throw on him, so you can yeah. understand why yeah. that uh, come about. Um, but he pursued the career of a footballer. Yeah, oh well. See, we are currently broadcasting live. Thank you for joining us. Let us know where you're listening from. Do it via Twitter at heat underscore army. As Gator have a free kick just next to the halfway line, and Penn is standing over the ball. Some interesting score lines around the conference tonight. Tramia losing one Ooh, nil. Three nil Sorry. against Liverpool. For, yeah. for Liverpool, should I say? Oh, that's them in the Champions League final. You would expect as. Russell Penn comes steaming in on the ball, wins the ball, he's going to shoot from distance, always ah. rising, but it, oh, took Russell a deflection. Corner. It must have been the slightest of touches because ah, it looked like, say, yeah. it, uh, looked like he got clean contact with that, but uh, Gates would have a corner here. 58 minutes gone, it, it is 1-1. Jordan Preston comes over down to the near-hand side. Right-hand side corner flag nearest to us. We need a better delivery than what we've had so far in this game from corners. It's took short. Where's York? Back to Preston. Preston ah. dispossessed. That was weak. Weak by Gateshead. It's poor. Very poor. Yeah. You've got to use them situate. You've got to at least get the ball in the box. Yeah. Wasted opportunity by Gateshead. These aren't the biggest uh, side we've faced either, so it's kind of got to take these opportunities. You certainly have. Well, now... It is Coulson on the far side. Puts it back to Laurie. Rance on the ball. Plays it into Kedwell. Kedwell couldn't control it and it goes out for a goal kick. Well, Rance is he's a real. He sits right in front of the back four, doesn't he? I mean, like literally only, what, eight yards or ten yards in front of the back four. The real proverbial, like, you know, mm. like <laughs> sweeper, isn't he? That's what he's seems to be doing in this game because he he isn't that involved that much but when he is it's either a pivotal ball through the middle or he's clearing up yeah. there's no in between yeah kind of one way player yeah but he does it effectively as Pennicott goes up for the header and doesn't win it I could see Gator making the substitution shortly I could see Jordan Burrow coming in to play you would yeah, imagine some fresh legs maybe need to come on kind of round maybe Reese Greenwood for uh, Preston yeah Preston tries to turn Dispossessed as Powell brings the ball forward. Got Kedwell on the right hand side, plays it back to Whitley. Whitley plays it through, trying to find Coulson and Kerr's there to clear up. 
as Mellish clears the ball up the pitch and takes a deflection as picks up by Wilson Wilson on the right hand side early ball it was a poor ball and Mellish was there to clear it yes I'm sure Gated fans were relishing the chance to see Mellish <laughs> play tonight yeah another interesting person who I'd like to see is um, Langstaff who's on yeah, the bench why tonight, not? Why not? who's it's been at unknown of life uh, for mo uh, a lot of the season. Mm -hmm. He played on Saturday, but I'm not sure exactly how he done. So, Well, where's York? Quite a run there, and he wins the header against Chris Bush. Paddy McLaughlin picks up the ball. He's got Wes York in front of him. Tries to play a clever ball through, but Wes York just didn't get the run onto it, and Powell clears it towards Jury. Jury to Coulson. Back to Jury. Jury plays it across to Clark. Clark out onto the wing there, but Paddy, uh, not Paddy, Russell Penn's there, clear it up, and Scott played, Barra brings played it forward. Played very well tonight, Russell Penn. Yeah. He's had a good back end of the season. Yeah. It's been his best period in the season, really, um, as he plays the ball across to Theo Vassell. Theo's driving forward with the ball. He tries to cut inside and he slips and um, well Coulson brings the ball forward he's got the overlap if he wants it but he chooses to go across the pitch that's a clever ball finds Jury Jury out to Kedwell Kedwell on the edge of the box can he shoot he can and it's in he got a fantastic bit of space there when he turned on the ball and straight across Montgomery into the corner of the net and um, well that was a clean move that wasn't it it all stems from feel the cell yes yeah, trying too much it was I unfortunate I don't think it was his fault but yeah um, but Jury he, you know he, he cut us open there didn't he nah. <laughs> not much you could say about that to be honest not it's really I, to be honest when Kedwell got the space and had the chance to get yeah. over the ball you knew he was going to hit the target yeah, it was exactly. whether or not it was going to get exactly. past Montgomery and um, to be honest Kedwell he's 34 um, yeah. he's a goal scorer and um, I've been shocked by him because first impressions when he walked on the pitch he looked stocky he looked heavy I thought he's going to be one of these e players in the mould of Reece Stites where didn't have the pace I thought he's going to argy-bargy yeah. but he showed a hell of a lot more to his game than that he reminds us of a striker version of um, oh, I forget his name he played for Tranmere and Luton the defender McNulty McNulty yes exactly he kind of reminds us of him but a player like that who can score goals yeah very impressed with him uh, tonight he's got two goals and 63 minutes gone it is 2-1 to Ebbsfleet here at Gateshead International Stadium as Kedwell tries to play a ball through and Scott Barrows there to clear it up back to Montgomery who passes the ball out to Fraser Kerr I did before you came down I made a prediction that this game would end 2-2 at half time so we'll see if I'm right and Gateshead have a throw in just near the halfway line as um Miles Weston is about to enter the play for number 28 that is for Corey Whitley who's had a decent game well if it's a like for like substitution I would imagine Weston is a winger or a, a wide forward Gator still to make a substitution tonight yeah yeah we're still with the original starting lineup. as Phil Vassell takes the throw in
Gated have another throw in. Field for Celtic take it again. Fraser Kerr shouts for the ball. He gets it back to Field for Celtic. Field back to Fraser Kerr. Fraser Kerr looking up for, for a ball into the box. He does so. Pennicott heads it back. Paddy McLaughlin battling for the ball. Pennicott's appealing for a penalty. I didn't see. It must have been a push after the header. But um, yeah, I thought that. I think he got pushed off the ball there, but the ref didn't see it. Yeah. Or maybe it was when he went up for the header, but he won the yeah. header. And uh, I suppose that's what the referee looked at. But Chris Bush plays it out to Coulson on the left-hand side. As Coulson attacks. Field Vassell. Field Vassell still there with him. He's at the corner of the box. Can he get down to stop him from getting the dead ball lane? He can. That's great stuff by Field Vassell, who clears the ball up the pitch. Danny Johnson's there to mop up. Can he keep a hold of it? He can it. The captain, Whit Winfield, sees it out for a throw into Gateshead. As Wes York takes it quickly, through to Danny Johnson. Danny Johnson's bearing down on goal. He's got Winfield there, and, well, Gateshead win a corner. Well, that was great oh. quick throw by York. Great thing in there. But Danny Johnson showing that he's still he hungry for it tonight. He's done well, Johnson. There. He kept his strength up. Well, the ball went he could have the shoulders of two players right. there, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, he did very well. Now, can Gateshead use this corner a better effect than the last one? Paddy McLaughlin takes it short to Preston. Preston running down to the water, dead ball lane. Can he get across? And he can. And it's straight across. Oh. oh! And Wes York was at the back post there, and it just scuffed off his shin, and it went out for a throw in to Ebbsfleet on the near side here. At first, I thought it was Scott Barrow there, and I thought, well, I know where this is going, but um, yeah. unfortunately, it wasn't. Got, to be honest, as well, he had a time to take a touch there and have a shot, but he, he shot first time. And yeah. Went out fourth though. Well, well, apparently it's Lewis McNall's birthday today. And um, well, Andrew's drunk. He's had two bottles apparently. <laughs> uh, yes, and it is uh, 401 is the attendance here tonight. <laughs> I'm surprised at that. Yeah, I thought it was less, if I'm honest. Well, Liverpool are five nil up. Wow. Let's just have wow. a look at the goal scorers. I bet Mo Salah's amongst them. He's got uh, two at least. As he I saw yeah. that. Well, the ball's pumped forward Good towards to Danny English Johnson. Good to see English who will be in the final, hopefully. Yeah. Well, Russell Penn on the ball to Jordan Preston. Jordan Preston plays out to Pennicott. He's got the overlap if he wants it. He had to turn on himself, but he still finds Scott Barrow. Scott Barrow looks up, plays the ball into Paddy McLaughlin, who brings it down. Still got the Great. ball. He's in the box. Great Can touch. he turn? He shoots! And fantastic save! Yes! Danny Johnson Get in showing there. he's a poacher again. Another parry by the goalkeeper and Danny Johnson all he has to do is two poke it into the back of the net that's it's gated two FC United two 67 a, minutes gone that's a perfect Danny Johnson goal goal poacher it's a place as he gets it's a space as he gets into and he was always going to score there obviously yeah. it's a open goal well and it's simple Danny Johnson that it was but FC uh, are complaining I don't know what they're complaining about it is the captain who's having words with the referee I don't know if they feel there was a foul on the goalkeeper or something um, I'm sure we'll be able to see in the replay um, but it, as it stands it's 2-2 Danny Johnson with two goals Danny Kedwell with two goals it's the battle of the Dannys tonight Chris Bush on the ball to Powell back to the captain Winfield Winfield pumps the ball forward and that's a nothing ball that's going to go straight through to James Montgomery. Well, Gates are showing that their season isn't over yet. We're having to see in the playoffs. Richard Pennicott maybe could have done a bit better there straight out for a throw into Ebsfleet on the far side. 
52 goals for Gator though, Danny Johnson. He's ah, uh, phenomenal. He's not been everyone's cup of tea, but he's, he still scores them. So. He's absolutely bring the ball forward. Weston on the right-hand side. He's battling on the touchdown with the ball. Crosses it in. That man, Russell Penn. We're going to have to call him the cleaner because he's been mopping it all up tonight. He has, he has. <laughs> well, let's hope there's some perspective buyers of Gator Football Club here tonight seeing the fight still when there's nothing to play for. Let's be honest, it's been a good game for the neutral. It has, it has. It's been an exciting game. Well, Jury on the edge of the box tries to play a through ball there and it's um, deflected out and still in FC's possession Drew, uh, Powell a little flick there defender goes through it's Chris Bush can Chris Bush shoot <laughs> well Chris Bush wasn't hey. the man I was expecting to see there Montgomery puts it out for a corner but Chris Bush getting a rush for blood to the head there he and was driving forward strong. legs are down he was very strong there he just pushed his way through now we didn't see much of that from Chris Bush when nah. he was in the gated shirt nah. does Ebsfield have a corner on the far side He's been to a fair few clubs now, Chris Bush, since he left us, hasn't he? He certainly has. Must have been at least three. This must be at least his third or fourth club. Yep. Well, Powell on the far side to take the corner. Danny Johnson comes back to Mark Weston. The corner's whipped in towards the centre circle. And it's headed down by the captain, who fouled in the process. And it's a free kick to Gateshead. 69 minutes gone here at Gateshead International Stadium. It's Gateshead FC 2, Ebbsfleet United 2. You can contact us at Heed underscore Army. We'd love to hear from you. And also, Johnson is one of the players we desperately need to keep uh, once the owner situation is resolved. We've been able to find the, the messages on the, um, the speaker site. To be fair, Andrew went to a fair few clubs. He was at Gateshead 2. When he was at Gateshead 2, I don't know. Animation picking up on what you said. He liked the Newcastle nightlife, in other words. <laughs> ah, yes. Well, Penn, oh, didn't it? Paddy McLaughlin's got the ball, passes it out to Barrow on the far side. Plays it forward, and that's going to go straight through to the goalkeeper there. Well, as I say, apologies for the technical issues in the first half. We've been, I've probably put the hoodoo on it now, we've been seamless in the second half as Ebsley bring the ball forward. Laurie Wilson the right back, plays it into Powell, Powell with Weston with there if he needs it, he tries to go on himself, he's beat three Gator players, down to the dead ball lane, tries to shoot, and uh, well, Montgomery puts it, um, well he's got to touch his foot and it's went out for a corner, um, from, uh, got done well, and he did, it's, uh, well, you just, they're finding them, they're getting in behind us quite easy at the minute, Ebsfleet, seems to be down their right side as well, so, it's not unlike it's it's sorry it's very unlike uh, Jordan Barrow, uh, Scott Barrow sorry yeah to be letting them in yeah well Seppi's taker Powell is about to take this one low hard and it's in the back of the net that man Danny Kedwell he just side footed that in with power through a crowded uh, box I was just about to say that was a terrible corner but it worked it did and um, say as he took the shot. It was just, he didn't put power on it, it was just, it, it come in at pace, low, he side-footed it straight through a crowded uh, six-yard box into the corner of the net, and it's uh, Ebb Street 3, Gateshead 2, Danny Kedwell with a hat-trick, two goals from open play and one penalty. Well, well the battle's the, the Danny's Ked, Kedwell's currently on top. He <laughs> is, can Danny Johnson have another goal in him? 
Who gets the ball? Yeah, well, it'll be the first hat trick scored, isn't it? Not that we're putting any pressure on uh, Danny Johnson, like, um, but. Yeah. Gated fans getting involved in the game. It looks like there's going to be a substitution and a little bit of uh, instructions Kedwell's from the coming off. bench. Is it Kedwell coming off, is it? I don't know what's happening here because all the... They're all coming to take on water and instructions Yeah, here. What's going on? Oh, there's an injury to the goalkeeper. That's why. To the woman. <laughs> be careful what you say, Andrew. But Nathan Ashmore is down. I did notice he sat down after the goal, but um, you must have cramp. A few of their players have had cramp. I don't know how, what their run-in's been like lately. Um, if it's anything like Gateshead, you can understand the end of a long season, players uh, just oh, feeling sorry, the stress I, and strain. I do apologise, Kedwell hasn't come off. No, they were all coming over for instructions. Yeah, and I thought uh, he was coming off there. Well, the temperature's dropped suddenly here at Gateshead Stadium. There's, uh, you can see the steam coming from Gateshead uh, and Ebsweet players' uh, breath at the moment. Well, Shrewsbury have come from behind to uh, make it 2-1 at Peterborough. And we'll have a look to see if any former Gator players are involved in that game. Could be up to three. Um, well, Sam Jones Sam is Jones. in there. So, uh, no Bolton or Rodman tonight. No. Um, Rodman on the bench. Bolton must be injured. Well... Scott Barrow pumps the ball forward. Danny Johnson on a run there, but the ball didn't get through. And the cleaner, Russell Penn, gets the ball again, cleans up. Can he get it again? Nope. As <laughs> Evsby bring the ball forward. It's Jury. Finds Coulson. Coulson's got feel of a cell in front of him. It's been a battle all night between them two. Coulson cuts inside, has a shot, deflected out. Only as far as Chris Bush. Chris Bush plays the ball forward. Finds Coulson. Out to Jury on the left-hand side. He crosses the ball in. And they take the deflection. Coulson brings the ball down. He's going to shoot from the edge of the box. He has curling shot. And that goes straight into the corner of the net. It rolled round the back of the net. He had the time. He had the composure. And um, it was a great finish. But Kate said, you've got to question the defending there. That was shocking. He had all the time in the world there. He looked up. He looked back down. He looked back up and had a shot. Yeah. That was shocking defending. Well, he's tried that a number of times throughout the game. And um, well, you know, there was a few, like I say, scrambles out the box. He's hit, he's hit chins, he's hit thighs. That time he had the space, and he's done what he's tried to do all game, and he's made it 4-2 to Ebbsfleet, and we're in the 75th minute. And it looks like Gates had all about to make a substitution. Jordan Burrow is about to come on. I would imagine it would be for Richard Pennicott or Jordan Preston. Well, oh well it was Wes York that's come off I think we might go a little bit more direct here with the two big men Penn to Jordan Preston finds Phil Vassell on the right hand side who cuts back in on himself to Fraser Kerr Fraser Kerr turns back again on himself clears it up the pitch only to find Dean Rance with Paddy McLaughlin the captain for the night I've noticed tonight Steve Watson is not on his feet much. He's been sitting down a l an awful lot tonight. He has. Whether that's just because maybe he's got nothing to play for or what, 
And he's just taking it in. But Russell Penn plays a crossfield ball to a run for Theo Vassell and Scott Oscar. Chris Bush was there to see it out. And um, yeah, it just went a little bit flat now. That third goal maybe okay, just took it out with it, didn't it? Boys, well, nice round of applause for the ball boys. It's called night and night. Well, Andrew, last game of the season on Saturday, late in Orient at home. Hopefully it'll be a good crowd, good away following, you would imagine, last game of the season. Normally, last game of the season when we play at home, it's always a good crowd. Um, <laughs> you know, I always find it sunny as well. It's always a nice day. Hopefully, hopefully, because <laughs> it'd be nice to be warmer than this. But yeah. um, is this, I was talking about this before, is this the earliest kickoff we've had on the last game of the season? Because it's uh, always a little bit later, isn't it? I think the last two seasons it's been this way. Has it? Yeah. I always thought it was about two o'clock or half five or no, something. Oh, no. Oh, I may be wrong if any of the listeners can uh, correct us. Andy Mason's book can this season just end, please. Well, if you're in my train of thought, Weston on the right-hand side, it's cut inside. Is he going to have a shot from distance? He tries to loop the ball in, headed out for a corner from Fraser Kerr. If you're why me of thinking, I don't want this season to end because I want us to have... Um, <laughs> an owner situation resolved that's what I want uh, I don't want to see the season end because this could be the end of full time football against a football club yeah, for exactly. all we know so I don't want the season to end I want us to be full time and hopefully um, build in the future as Steve Watson talked about at the talk in last week well that man Powell set piece taker taking the corner on the far side for Ebsfleet Well, there's been a little bit of tussling there on the centre circle. The referee wants to have a word with the players. He wants a word with uh, Theo Vassell. Well, tweets have been quiet tonight. Well, here we go. Here's the corner on the far side from Powell. Crosses it in right in towards Innocent. Well, tussling went on and free kick the gated. Weston heads the ball down running as far as Scott Barrow Scott Barrow looks up sees the run of Danny Johnson is he onside if it gets through to him Dean Rance heads the ball on and it's a throw into Gateshead about 10 yards from the corner flag on the near side here as Theo Vassell sprints down to take the oh. throw in Roma's pulled the goal back against Liverpool Ooh. Penn crosses the ball in looking for Jordan Burrow who got a head onto it and it is a goal oh no well he didn't it was a I, I thought, thought, I I thought, thought he that headed that, but yeah, it's a so corner that. Well, it looks like the short corners has uh, gone out of the game plan because we've got the bigger man in the box there. And Paddy McLaughlin is going to take this corner on the near side. Crosses it in. And oh, oh, and, oh what oh, a fantastic what a save. save. I think that was Fraser Kerr that got up and headed in. The ball's still not out. Well, out, out for a goal kick now. But Fraser Kerr rise there. Didn't get the power on it, but... It, got across the goal and what a fantastic save that was fingertip save from there keep a fantastic save yes you can see why he is being uh, looked at by football league club so let's get rid of the spittle out of the microphone oh lovely yes Ashmore kicks the ball forward looking for Coulson 
Coulson keeps it in on the left hand side he's got another battle with Theo Vassell he's beat him can he get across in straight into the arms of James Montgomery goes quickly to the edge of his box looking for who to distribute the ball to punts it up towards Pennicut. Pennicut wins the header Jordan Burrow going to chase down the captain to get it and it's went out for a throw into Gateshead on the far side near the corner flag Gateshead getting ready to make a substitution looks like uh, Langstaff coming on I think yeah well let's see what the young lad can do well Carl McGuinness says the club isn't going to die everyone uh, is overreacting five to six parties interested they might be interested but are they interested in keeping the team full time not with a uh, attendance like this yes <laughs> well Paddy McLaughlin in the box can he turn oh well just to have been a foul there and it's a free kick to Ebsfleet in the box and um, well yes apparently we're drama queens Call full of facts, but uh, full of statements, but not many facts. Yeah. 81 minutes gone. Macaulay Longstaff is going to come on for Richard Pennicut. He's got nine minutes or ten minutes. We've added on time. Let's see what the young lad can do. He's. You mentioned his voice had a loan spell at Bly Spartans. Yeah. And, um, he scored a few, fair few goals for them as well. Yeah. Well, apparently calls but they wouldn't buy a club uh, to be part time stupid stupidity I'd like to see what magic ball he's looking into <laughs> I've been following Gator too long not to f uh, fear the worst first then everything else is a positive after that and Montgomery with the ball in his hands he's going to clear it up the pitch he's a very negative man Carl it seems that way the ball's pumped forward towards Jordan Burrow heads it down to Russell Penn. Penn to Theo Vassell. Carries the ball forward. He's got Richard uh, Jordan Preston on the right-hand side who strides forward with the ball. Beats Coulson. Oh, and that ball got into Danny Johnson. I don't think he was expecting it. And Ebsley clear the ball. And um, Fraser Kerr, who's also had a good end of the season. Uh, he's had some good displays. Passed it to Theo Vassell. Theo Vassell to Jordan Preston. Jordan Preston cuts inside. Can he find a white shirt? Finds Burrow, but he didn't able to control it. And Russell Penn fouls Andy Jury. Well, eight minutes remain of normal time. Andrew can Gator pull another goal back? Can they pull two back? I can't say it to be honest. No. Probably a good time to advertise the podcast tomorrow. We have Graham Wood joining us live in the studio, as well as a phone call from Looney Ben Fox, um, whose loan got um, cut short due to injury. So it'd be great to talk to him and find out uh, how his stay on Tyneside um, was for him. As Weston was batting in the box, and oh, what a <gasps> shot from Bur uh, Powell, who hit the crossbar. It bounced back out, and he carried on going forward. He nods it into the back of the net. That's 5 2 to Ebsfleet. Ah, I don't know if they're good for that lead, but Gator have switched off certainly in for the last three goals. Um, Ebsfleet haven't given a commanding performance, but they find themselves 5 2 up, and you would say definitely got one foot in the playoffs 
simple thing is they've had the chances and they've took them. Yeah. That's the simple way to put them, putting it. It certainly is. Okay, to find themselves 5-2 down with six minutes remaining. Um, I say when it was a 2-2, it felt like we had to give a good account to ourselves against the side challenging for the playoffs, but we, it's that the end of season hoodoo for a team that's got nothing to play for. Um, we switched off. Powell's had a good game. He's been involved in nearly every set piece. And Liverpool um, winning 5-2 now. Yeah. Roma's pulled another goal back. They're trying to emulate the game here tonight. Well, Jordan Preston's got the ball. He's striving forward halfway into the Preston, uh, Preston half, into the Street half. And just a nothing ball towards Macaulay Longstaff. Jordan Burrow picks up the ball. Plays to Longstaff on the far side of the box. Crosses the ball in, trying to find Danny Johnson. And the captain, Winfield, just clears it out for a throw-in on the far side. Scott Barrow takes it quickly to Longstaff. Longstaff crosses the ball in. A dangerous ball. Tries to find Jordan Burrow, who looked like he nodded on towards Danny Johnson. And, um, well, yeah. It's a goal kick to Ebbsfleet. And an another game in the conference. Two relegated sides scoring goals for fun it is 4-2 10 man guys they are winning 4-2 away to wow. Torquay wow try me I can't be sorry holds still 2-1 <laughs> yeah I think that's a case of them then just switching off for the playoffs yeah. isn't it yeah Spennymore losing 2-1 to 10 men Telford Oof. that's their playoff hopes severely dinted <laughs> And Bly Sparks are winning 2-0. I think the amount of games that Spinnywell had in such a short space of time has uh, kind of screwed them over, hasn't it? Unless they got a good start in them games, which they didn't really do, it was always going to be a tough ask, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a case of getting that far in the FA trophies and plus the bad weather. It, it hasn't worked for Spinnywell's yeah. favour. It's sad because uh, so we've had a few of their players on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, lovely lads. It would have been nice to see them achieve something. But Field Vassell's got the ball. Passes it to Fraser Kerr. Fraser Kerr across to Russell Penn, the centre circle. Plays it across to Macaulay Longstaff, who's hungry for the ball. Plays it back over to Paddy McLaughlin. Paddy's found Scott Barrow, who plays it into McLongstaff. Longstaff turns to come inside. He's still got the ball. Plays it to. Danny Johnson, Danny Johnson to Russell Penn, Russell Penn across the pitch to Field Vassell on the right hand side, who crosses the ball in, it's deep, and McCall Longstaff's there, he didn't get the header, and it's going to go out to a throw in on the far side. Scott Barrow, I mean, there's a substitution going to happen. Northern Wabo is coming on, and he's coming on for Powell, who I would say has been the most in instrumental player, Jack Powell, for Ebbsfleet tonight. Well, we'll just have a look who the Spennymore goal scorer was. It was Anderson. What's the uh, table look like as we stand for Ebbsfleet? For Ebbsfleet, let's have a little look. I think if this result carries them into the playoffs as it stands, it does not. Does? Yes. It the does. Fifth. They're fifth. Um, yeah, so it's all to play for. There's going to be what one, two, three four five 
there's five, six teams who are going to be uh, biding for those three final playoff spots on the last day. And down, well, Danny Johnson's got the ball on the edge of the box. He's got Burrow, who he finds Burrow, cuts it across. Great shot, great save there as well from Ashnall, and it's a corner to Gateshead. But um, just having a little look at our neighbours down the road there, Spennymoor, I think that will probably see their uh, playoff hopes well and truly dashed. But Paddy McLaughlin's about to take the corner. In there, it was uh, cleared by the man on the post. But that man, the cleaner, <laughs> Russell Penn, finds it with Fraser Kerr from the edge of the box. No, just too many red shirts there for the shots that Gator tried to get off. And Spenny Workers still possibly getting the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, it's, um, I say, they must have another game this week. They've got a th game on Thursday, yeah. Yeah, so if they win that, they're into the playoffs. Um, right, well, still three minutes left here at Gateshead. There's Preston on the right-hand side, cuts inside. He's got Danny Johnson there, lays it off to Danny Johnson. Danny Johnson tries to play a quick ball back through to Jordan Preston, but he didn't have the legs to get there. Maybe a little bit too much on it there by uh, Danny Johnson, but the, the idea was there. But in all honesty, this game's done, isn't it? Yeah. But a fork in it. Well... Once again, I can only apologise for the technical issues in the first half. Everything's went fantastic in the second half, uh, audio-wise. I know what I'll be doing on Saturday. I'll not be trusting the club Wi-Fi again. Uh, unfortunately, it just didn't work for us. But Ebsfleet just passing the ball about now. Dean Rance passes it back to Winfield, back to Clark. Clark pumps the ball forward, looking for Weston on the right-hand side. Scott Barrow heads it down to Russell Penn. Russell Penn drives for the ball at the halfway line, tries to win the ball. Coulson brings it forward, he's in the centre of the pitch, puts it out to Weston on the right-hand side. Weston's got Barrow for company. He just pulls it back and now goes to Dean Rance. Rance back to... and it finds its way to Danny Kedwell, the hat-trick man tonight. Andy Jury on the ball. Plays the ball forward, finds Weston who's found himself... Oh, sorry, it's Wabo who's found himself on the right-hand side. Less than a minute ago now. Well, Jordan Preston's Normal got time. the ball. He's got the overlap with Danny Johnson on the left-hand side. He's found him. It's Longstaff, even. Longstaff down the left-hand wing. Can he cut in with it? Can he get across? He can get across, but there's a defender there to clear it up. As Preston... Not Preston. It's even I'm giving up now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Coulson on the ball. Tries to find the ball through. Wabo, Wabo. Couldn't control it. And see, now... Every player's just strolling with the ball. They're not that bothered about getting forward, are they? Rance. No, it's basically just to Chris the ball Bush. now for Chris Bush, back to Rance, back to Bush. Passes the ball forward. And it's going to go straight through to Montgomery. Four minutes. Four minutes of added on time. Let's be honest, a team with Chris Bush at left back or getting at the playoffs I'm very surprised <laughs> yeah well just looking to, well, oh right there Andrew I was sat in them seats I collapsed now that steward is a little bit heftier than me just keep watching as the game is uh, still in full flow and uh, Theo Vassell has got the ball crosses it in is it going to get through to Jordan Preston and oh, oh. Jordan Preston should have been a little bit more uh I think it was Paddy actually. Yeah, sorry, I, I thought it had got through to Preston, but it looks like Paddy might have got the little touch there and it went in for a goal kick. Scott Barrow, man of the match. I'd agree with that. 
Yeah. It would have been between him and Russell Penn for me. Yeah. This nation. Ashmore going to take the goal kick. Just running down the clock here. He pumps the ball forward. Won by Paddy. Pumped forward towards Danny Johnson, but Chris Bush is there. Clears up towards Coulson. Coulson, is he going to put it back to Chris Bush? He is, and Chris Bush, just on the halfway line, plays it to Wabo. Wabo's got Kerr for company. Turns back on himself. That's a foul by Penn. His referee said play on as Coulson brings the ball forward. Kedwell plays it out to Weston on the far side, and it didn't get there. Longstaff with a lovely little touch there to Preston as Preston drives forward with the ball in the FC half. He sees Danny Johnson. He's going to use him for the run. He nearly got through. Jordan Burrow picks up the edge of the box. Great ball to Preston. Preston crosses it back in. Danny Johnson with a brave header, but it was cleared. And Russell Penn. Crowd urging him to shoot from 40 yards. Finds Danny Johnson. Danny Johnson back to Penn. Penn has got Preston on the right-hand side. He's found him. Can Preston get a good ball into the box? Cuts inside. Little dink into Danny Johnson. Danny Johnson turns and shoots through a crowd. Straight at the goalkeeper. I thought he might have went hard and low with that one. But it's tired legs out there. <laughs> it's... Uh, I don't know what to say, to be honest. It's poor from Gateshead uh, now. It hasn't well, I think as soon as that third goal went in from Ebsleet. I know, we don't mean to be biased, but it, it hasn't seemed a 5-2 performance from Ebsleet. No, definitely not. They've, they've took their chances when we've switched off at the back. We've gifted them at least two of them five goals, I would say. I think we've been poor tonight, to be honest. We're kind of... We've had we've had a moment, we've, which we've played yeah. well, but we've kind of just trailed off mm, as, the, yeah. as the games went on. It has Weston found himself on the left-hand side he's got feel for self a company trying to defend against him he's cut down he's put a cross in and I tell you what all Wabo had to do was stick a foot out there and that was in the back of the net the defence has been very poor tonight I think uh, whether that's because Fifield and Burns not being there to kind of organise it or what well, it, it, I'm not it, sure it, but fr from the season that we know since the season's been over we know this probably wouldn't have been the first choice defence would it um we're giving players a run out seeing what they can do and which is I think it's a, it's a good thing um, but for this game and the scoreline it, it hasn't worked out because against Eastleigh w they were phenomenal and um, but just have to see what happens on Saturday against Leighton Orient to see what side we put out been a very long four minutes this I think to be honest <laughs> I would imagine the full time whistle will go any time now as James Montgomery <coughs> slips <coughs> bless me and he gets forward and kicks the ball there and that is full time Ebb Street have won 5-2 in a game that was scrappy at best for Gateshead Danny Johnson pouncing on two mistakes by the goalkeeper to get it back to 2-2 but at the end of the day Gateshead didn't really deserve anything out of this game but what's left to play for the main important thing now is for Gateshead fans is what we will see from the development of new owners talking about um, potentially taking over the club. We'll talk more about that tomorrow in depth with former chairman Graham Wood. We'll talk about what it's like to find new owners and selling the football club because he's been involved in that type of thing a few times before. We'll also speak to Ben Fox. 
and uh, we'll have your messages as well. Andrew, thank you for joining me in the second half. No problem. And um, well, I see it. It's uh, tomorrow's another day, and hopefully we'll find out more news. And uh, thank you for listening to the commentary tonight. Goodbye. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared.